It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be Jesus's? Glory. Farewell to Periscope until they upgrade to 4K abilities. We'll be no longer broadcasting on Periscope because we broadcast in 4K and it completely breaks their system. So we are not capable with Periscope any longer until they come into 2020 technology. Hallelujah. Yesterday's YouTube was a global outage that was not on our end. That was a worldwide YouTube breakdown. Glory. Right in the middle of the sermon. <laughs> it's all fixed today. I'm sure it's better than ever. You can blame the cross for everything. Remember when he died, it, the earth quaked. I mean, it, the earth split open. Come on. Everything in it splitting open, quaking, baking, shaking, raking. Bacon. Sizzling, spinning, deep fried, and winning. Holy Ghost. Want to get drunk on some bacon oil tonight? Something outside your brain so that your heart can rejoice and conquer your skull and everything in it. Hallelujah. You know, the tree of life is the cross that he planted in your heart. It's got to rise up and conquer your brain from your heart. So all revelation is to grow the cross of Calvary, the tree of life, within your heart and to take over your inner man. And that's why the brain is so dull and slow to understand. So don't go by anything the brain says, ever. Go by the progress of the actual cross of Jesus Christ. The seed of the tree of life is the cross of Calvary planted in you the day you first believed in Jesus. And that is the accurate measure of your current success in the kingdom of heaven. The size of the cross in your heart only. That's all that matters. Everything else is fake, fraudulent, phony, stupid, dumb, and ugly. And a freaking idiot. <laughs> Whoa. I got my unicorn mug today. Feeling a little silly. I don't know who donated this to the ministry. Some mystic, some drunk freak. Thank you. I saw this thing on there, I'm like, this is an upgrade. It says magical unicorn on it. It's got a gold handle. I'm like, I'm not drinking out of that cross cup anymore. False gospel. Drinking out of the unicorn from now on. Thank you, Jesus.
<laughs> oh, love you guys. Fresh fragrance of the cross. These revelations of Calvary are supreme. We all know even when we were in the evangelical free church of Billy Graham of America Evangelical Association that it's all about the cross. Now we're learning what that actually is. The tree of life. The throne of the Lamb. The marriage of the Lamb is the people of the bride of the Lamb. Behold the bride of the Lamb. Behold the bride of the cross. That's when it gets real. That's when the false prophetic just don't have no chance. That's when the red dragon's pride, the false apostle has no chance. And that's when the beast, the carnal Christian, is obliterated. And you can no longer live in Laodicean complacent satisfaction. Not possible. When a people rise up, what did Jesus say? If I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. How was he lifted up? Suspended on a tree. Cursed is anyone who dies on a tree. The law says. How can the tree of life be a curse? He became a curse for us. And Psalms 18 says that the mountain of the Lord is shrouded in darkness. So Calvary is the mountain of the Lord that's been shrouded in darkness, having the appearance of death, murder, sin, sickness, disease, ah, agony, pain, blood, guts, and gore. <laughs> like a meat factory, like a butchering plant. <laughs> Smells like dead pigs. <laughs> like a pork plant. You ever been next to those plantations? Those big, huge facilities that butcher cows and butcher pigs. It is one of the worst smelling things in the entire universe. It is a small smell of hell. Tell you what. That's the kind of smells that keep us away from Calvary. We think the slaughter of the lamb, the slaughter of the goat, the slaughter of the fattened calf, the slaughter of the prodigal son's pigs in the pig trough. It's gonna smell like that. See, that's the darkness around the mountain. That's the dark speech that guards the precious gems of Proverbs chapter 1. Darkness surrounds him. A dark cloud encompasses him. What is it? Calvary? Why is it dark? Because you don't have the revelation of it. Why does it appear painful? Because you don't have the revelation of Calvary. You don't have the revelation of the cross. I tell you the truth. When it earthquaked at Calvary, it was because the father laughing in his belly and all that fake, phony, Jezebelic Christianity and says, How could God laugh in the killing of his son? Do you realize what animal sacrifice is? That's why he's called lamb. Lamb. Do you understand thousands of years of old covenant animal? Obviously you don't. 
It was the most joyful, wonderful thing to have your sins forgiven. You can't even imagine the intoxication of the Old Covenant when the bulls and the rams and the sheep were sacrificed by the thousands. It would diffuse the blood of the animal sacrifice over the entire nation of Israel and they'd go into Jubilee that silver even had no value when they sacrificed a blood offering, a sin offering at that level. It intoxicated the people. Scripture actually says it caused the queen of Sheba's spirit to leave her body in rapture and ecstasy. If you have any negative outlook at Calvary, Gethsemane, and the cross, you have trampled its blood underfoot and are still in the witchcraft of false religion. It's true, and we're all coming out of it together. That's the awakening. What's the promised land? The blood realm of wine. If we have any revelation whatsoever of Calvary, the lamb that was slain, we would be up there with any kind of drinking vessel we could find in the whole world, and we'd be drinking it. <laughs> You're saved by his blood. You know that theologically. That's accurate. Every doctrine of anyone that's a real Christian in the world says, I know I'm saved by the blood, but do you realize what that blood is? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And it's completely glorified. There is no pain in the crown of thorns. He took the pain for you. There is no pain in the cat of nine tails. He took the pain for you. There's no sickness and disease. By his stripes you were healed. Isaiah 58 says, right? Come on. Hallelujah. Isaiah somewhere. Maybe 53. I usually read the Bible in the drunken glory, so I, I've learned to be like Jesus, who just vaguely told you what prophet said it. He never mentioned a chapter or verse once in over 150 quotations of the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> at times I bet you he didn't even remember who it was he was so high on his father he's just like the psalmist says I don't know if it was Asaph or David and I don't freaking care <laughs> put that in your theological crack pipe and smoke it another harp and bowl Jehovah Wanna legalized in all 50 states since 1776 smoke your brains out on the smoke of his blazing glory it's called the ruach hakadash the breath of the almighty it's what adam breathed into his nostrils and became a living being and i got good news for you guys the breath of life will blow again only out of the blood of jesus we have gone after the breath we have toked the ghost but do we have the revelation of why that air is energized with life? Very little. The only reason why the oxygen is different for some people and others is because, oh, the life is in the blood. So we have the breath of life that comes out of the blood of life. What's the blood of life? The lamb that was slain. So how do we change the air in our brains? Not everyone's air in their mind is the same. Some people, it's just like a fog. You, you talk to some people and cuckoo, cuckoo, there is no one home. <laughs> Just an empty hamster wheel up there. <laughs> Cobwebs galore. Just nothing working. Why? Because the air in the mind, right? God breathed into Adam's nostrils and he 
became a living soul? Is your soul alive? Okay, the Bible says, Genesis chapter 2, that God breathed into Adam's nostrils. Okay, so there was a wind, a ruach from Yahweh that caused the first son of God, that's what Luke calls him, the son of God, Adam, to appear and be animated out of the breath. What Adam didn't realize is that breath came out of the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. How costly that oxygen that he took for granted that caused transportation, movement, eternal life, invincibility, walking through walls, teleporting thousands of miles, roaming, flying through the stars, going through the portals, flying through suns, and through all the movements of the heavens, of the heavens, and the heavens, and the earth, and under the earth, were all in the breath that came out of the blood. That's why only afterwards did humanity get the revelations of the blood because we had the experience and we took it for granted. We didn't understand the value and its cost. And that is all of our experiences as well. After we're born again, you are just now learning the value of the blood. We took the ghost. We drink the Godka, we get high on the Most High, we got all the stickers, and we have all the intoxications, we have all the experiences for decades, decades. But do you value how you got high? Do you understand the revelations of the intoxications? It only came from the precious blood. Every ounce of life that you've ever experienced in your veins and arteries has come from the shed blood of the lamb and he just calls it a cup he's so humble he doesn't exaggerate he doesn't hype it up god is so humble that he uses the simplest terms and that's been my challenge in growth the last several years is like it doesn't have to be super mega blessed like it was 12 years ago just regular blessed at god the father's level of blessing that's good enough it's just you don't have that much of it because the tree of life of the cross of calvary hasn't expanded in your inner man through your hearts and your veins your arteries through your legs and feet and your brains and your hands and so your whole bloodstream becomes the white Shekinah glory of God the Father on earth as it is in heaven. Blood is congealed light. And the life and the light is in the blood. Now, human blood is very similar to pig's blood. You can just put pig insulin inside you and you can transfer animal stuff into the human body and it fully transfers and heals a person. Do you know that? That's where they get insulin from pigs. So you can actually use quite a bit of other animals into your animal in order to heal you and sustain you. You're not much different than the chimpanzee in a fallen state. That's why it's called the mark of the animal or the beast or the mark of the flesh. Most accurately, let's call it what it is without the really deep, mysterious language that is no longer necessary because we're speaking in plain speech with the Apostle John plain speech. It's the mark of the flesh. It's the mark of carnality. It's the mark of the chief of the beasts of all the field that only rules over the dust of the animals of the earth, of the serpent nature, which is what the serpent lifted up on the pole, the flesh. Hallelujah. And is the flesh bad? The flesh is not bad. The flesh is the temple of the Holy Ghost. But the flesh apart from the cross 
is the house of every unclean spirit, every detestable animal, every foul bird, Revelation says. Wow. Amen. So the key is the cross. The keys of David are the cross. The garden tools for making wine are the crown of thorns, the spear, the cat of nine tails, the three nails, and the tree of life, which is your cross, and the seed of the kingdom that came into you when you first believed in Jesus was a piece of that cross, a seed of that same tree. Song of Solomon calls it the wood that never decays. Okay, trees of knowledge and trees of life. Hello? What makes the tree of life life and not just Satan and the angels' knowledge? Blood! The life is in the blood. The only differentiation between the two is the blood. So if you want to check the fruit, you have to check the life in the blood. Otherwise, you're not discerning spirits. You're just a freaking Pharisee. Unrighteous judgment. Using swords instead of pruning hooks and plowshares. Like hypocrites, teachers of the law, and Pharisees. Brood of vipers activity. See, what's the brood of vipers? Flesh animated by religion. What's a brood of apostles? A brood of Christ? A brood of sons of God? Serpents hung up on poles. <laughs> Dracula, eat your heart out. Come on. So real Christianity is a lot more like Dracula than you could ever imagine. Any flesh that's not hung up and impaled on a tree is a 1,000% Pharisee. That's you and me. <laughs> and we must die daily. Come on. Do you understand what the human flesh is yet? It is the serpent nature. Now, Isaiah 14, 29 says that do not rejoice, O you Philistines, which means demons, for out of Judah shall come a fire-breathing dragon. Dragon. Hebrew word, seraphim. But half the translations, Isaiah 14, 29, say dragon. So how could out of the tribe of Judah come a fire-breathing dragon, or a fire, actually, if you read it in NIV or most every other, it says serpent, a fire-breathing snake or a fire-breathing serpent. What the heck? You're telling me the promise to destroy the Philistines, which are symbolic of demons, is from a serpent? I thought serpents were bad. Isn't the serpent in the garden the one that caused Adam and Eve to fall? No, it's the flesh that will destroy Satan. It's the flesh of Jesus. Come on. What is the snake that destroyed Satan? Satan was defeated at the cross, it is written. It was the serpent of Jesus lifted up on a pole that everyone looked upon and is healed, it is written. Come on. See, now we're getting into real Christianity. You love it? I bless you with my crown of thorns today and make sure those spikes go through you in every way otherwise you'll never in a hundred million years have one ounce 
of the mind of Christ. You'll think you do, but you won't. Because it's all in the blood. And it's all in the cross. It's the pinnacle of Jesus' ministry. What did John the Baptist say? <clears throat> now Jesus hadn't even got in the water yet. Before he even stepped in the Jordan, the spirit of Elijah through the man John the Baptist proclaimed, This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The Lamb? Oh, come on, John. He doesn't even have the Holy Spirit yet. It's like talking to the Billy Graham Association. They don't even doesn't even speak in tongues. No gifts. Carpenter, son, Nazarene. Wow, or maybe John saw the blood. Isn't that wild? Isn't, isn't it true that he saw the blood? That's the only reference to lamb is about the Passover lamb, remember? The blood over the doorpost, so the angel of death passed over the Israelites in Egyptian captivity. So every reference to lamb, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and all the epistles and Revelation refers to the blood of God. So the spirit of Elijah declared the blood of God before the blood of God had even done anything. That's what Elijah does. He's the forerunner, the, the trailblazer, and the pioneer that makes straight the way of the Lord. In the wilderness, the voice of Elijah in the wilderness, preparing the way of the Lord. John the Baptist, the spirit of Elijah, that same spirit has been working in every generation since John. Don't think it's, oh, just ended with John. No longer have Elijah with us. Are you kidding me? It's only been increasing for 2,000 years. <laughs> and what does it mean? Trailblazing his blood. Where? In your heart. Oh, jeez. Who will become the family of God in the blood of the Lamb? Drinkers only. So first you got to taste and see that the blood of Jesus is good and not, you know, occult Dracula. I like messing around that because I'm watching Castlevania on Netflix right now. <laughs> so anointed. <laughs> hey man, I love the blood. Now people that are, have false Christianity don't like, like the blood. But people that have actually lived as real Christians have relied on the blood, otherwise you are completely and totally filled with demons. <laughs> Do you realize that all witchcraft of Satan and his angels fill the house without the blood of Jesus? That's called the tree of knowledge. The house of every unclean thing is the house of the seven principalities of Satan and his angels. Seven princes, seven-headed beasts, horror Babylon. What is that realm that you and I are coming out of together. Coming out of the wilderness, leaning on our beloved. Come on, Hosea. It's the place where we didn't understand the blood. We didn't drink the blood. We analyzed and reasoned the blood. We pleaded the blood with Crisco on our windows and our doorposts. Like insane asylums. Because we didn't have the Holy Spirit like a river of the blood of the lamb sacrificed fresh glory, fresh blood daily. We were living outside the cross. We were living outside the dark cloud. And a dark cloud had veiled the realm of your promised land to this very day. Psalms 18. 
the psalm of King David's triumph over all his enemies. Psalms 18. God is veiled in a dark cloud. The darkness. We say, oh, it's the smoke of the burning anointing oil. It's not. It's your misunderstanding of Gethsemane, Calvary, and the cross. That is the promised land and why no one has entered these realms of the promised land because of the darkness of man's misunderstanding, man's lack of knowledge, therefore perishing outside the promised land. Let us go through the dark veil together. Let us go through the dark mountain and the dark cloud together. Let us go through the darkness of Gethsemane and you will find right through the darkness of your lack of understanding is the fullness of heaven on earth readily available for everyone since the beginning of time the Lamb has been slain. Enoch stepped into that realm. David lived in that realm. Jeremiah, to a measure, stepped into that realm. Every prophet, priest, judge, king, and anyone who's ever been anointed of all time stepped into these realms. They called it the day of the Lord. John on Patmos says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Where was John? In the blood realm. Why do you think he only talked about drinking in the lamb the whole book? How do you get a sword to jo- bounce off your neck? How do you get oil to not eat your skin? Don't test the Holy Spirit. Need wisdom now. You have to have revelation of the divine blood. So a man who leaned his head on the blood, heart, bosom of the Lord. What do you think John was getting his head into? He was sniffing around the promised land. A little sniffer. I know where the promised land is. It's inside Jesus the Nazarene's chest cavity. And he is correct. That is the truth. And the truth will set you free. So if you know God, where are you going to put your head? In the blood of his heart. And it will synchronize every brain cell in your skull to perfect life on planet Earth. Amen? That's true. Hallelujah! Let us rejoice in the victory of the cross. The marriage supper of the Lamb approaches by Calvary rising in your hearts. That's the mountain of the Lord. Calvary. Mount Golgotha rising in your hearts. I could feel the physical wood stake in my heart today. No pain. A little uncomfortable. But I said, ah, Father just messing with me because we're best friends. I like that. You can rise in my heart. There's no hypocrisy here. There's no pain, no curses here. I love the wood that never decays. The wood of Calvary. The tree of life that remains forever. And from the throne of the Lamb, the throne of the Lamb is the cross of Calvary, flowed the river of the lifeblood of Jesus Christ. Come on. That's what God the Father desires to flow out of your hearts. Will you give him your hearts? Will you give him not just your brain, your intellectualism, your reasoning, your outward discipline, your tithing, your obedience, but give him your hearts. 
God wants your hearts so he can produce the best wine for last. God wants your hearts so he can adopt you into his royal bloodlines and share with you through the blood of the Lamb all of his quality of life called the Zoe life. The king's life, the high life, the royal life. Are you not a royal priesthood in a holy nation like Peter told you? No, that's for someone else. I'm not royalty. I'm instilling a self-pity demon. Help me. I'm just beating myself up under a condemnation demon. I don't think so, man. That doesn't give any glory to the lamb that was slain. Give him the rewards for his suffering. Have a drink of his blood. Rejoice in his blood. And be assimilated into his mountain of his bloodlines. His mountain is the kingdom of his bloodline. His mountain is the kingdom of heaven. And you only come in by drinking the blood of the lamb. This is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, drink it. And he says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you can have no part in me, Jesus Christ said. So are we drinkers and eaters or are we analyzers and reasoners? Are we the accursed or are we the blessed? Only those who eat and drink his flesh and blood by the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus, have any share in his mountain called Calvary. So this preaching will remove the dark cloud from planet Earth and we'll have the marriage supper of the Lamb on top of Calvary. Not over in the Middle East. Inside your heart. Don't look outside you. Men of Galilee, why do you stand here staring into the sky? This same Jesus will come through you before he comes to you. Look into Calvary within. Look into the cross of Christ crucified within you. Not outside you like the bewitched. Inside you like true disciples. Like men of Galilee. Come on. This is Mount Zion rising in your heart. This is the throne of the Lamb and the mountain of all angel power. You want the archangels to work with you? You could do a million different religious things. They will never pay one drop of attention to you until you get real on Calvary. Until you become his bloodline. They only serve his brothers and sisters, ministering spirits sent to help those inheriting salvation. Hebrews 1 and 2 says that he is not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters if we are of his bloodline, which is the path of the Lord, the way of the Lord. Where, where's the way of the Lord? Where's the path of the Lord? Everywhere his blood was shed. Behold the Lamb of God. We want to take away the sins of the world? Behold the Lamb of God. You want to change your society? Turn crime to zero? Get rid of the Luciferian, Freemason, Deep State, Illuminati, George Soros, Jewish Mafia, Rockefeller, Rothschild, Dragonian Bloodlines, Windsor Family, Dragonian Bloodlines. You want to do damage to the 13 crown families of the Illuminati in Europe? All you got to do is let the cross rise in you, buckaroo. <laughs> Hello? Satan was defeated at the cross. You don't believe it because you're bewitched and your mind is looking externally. I believe it because I've tested it on a street level that has worked every day of my life for 21 years. I have confronted the highest level sorcerers that have sacrificed their firstborns on altars in the 20th century. Do you understand that? You don't understand that. 
If you did, you'd be with me today. Hallelujah. You have the power of the blood of the Lamb in your heart already. Connect your brain to the cross. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. We've quoted it 10,000 times, but have never done it for one day in our lives. And that's true. Why? Because we're bewitched and we have little faith. Come out of the bewitchment. Connect your brain to Calvary. <laughs> the only thing that's going to expand in you that brings the agape love of God that damages hell is Christ and Him crucified in your four chambers of your bloody hearts. Beat the blood of Jesus from the center of your heart. Let it beat. Let your heart beat be synchronized with the heart of Jesus crucified standing in the midst of the throne. Otherwise, you'll be demonized. Otherwise, you'll be unloyal. You'll not follow him perfectly in life. And most of your life will be wasted. And we don't want you to realize that when you die and go to heaven. Because we love you, therefore we tell you the truth so you can have the highest quality of life that Jesus Christ has already purchased for you to have on earth today. It's all about the cross. Come on, people. It's all about Calvary. It's all about Gethsemane. Satan can't do nothing. I've tested this on every level. I've tested it with the Sinaloa cartel in 20 years in missions in Mexico. I can't favor. You think, oh, it's going to destroy the wicked. It's going to destroy the hell's angels. It's going to destroy the Jewish mafia, the syndicate of Satan. It's going to destroy the evil. No, it's going to destroy your hypocrisy first. <laughs> you hypocrite. <laughs> You're trying to put a yoke on others from your brain with religious knowledge. You are a witch. That's witchcraft. Use the garden tools. Beat your swords into plowshares. Produce wine through the cross. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. They've never crucified you on a tree. So your love is very tiny. Truth anyhow. And it gets real when you start paying a price to be actually nice. <laughs> because we're dealing with our own hearts and you'll be surprised by the most wicked people that just melt when you get over your religious hypocrisy putting yokes on others that you yourselves don't even carry you don't even apply half the stuff that you preach and say to others to your own self very few real Christians on the planet right now because they don't have the revelations of the garden tools of Calvary. They don't use the spear in their own heart. They use it in others' hearts. You're a murderer. You're a murderous, whoring, witchcraft Christian of Satan and his angels. The crown of thorns is unknown. We want the crown of glory. We want the crown of life. We want all the nice stuff to bejewel us because we're fake, false, and phony. Living in the darkness outside of the promised land pretending like we're Christians it's not Christianity people it's Satanism in its purest form that is Luciferian Satanism a fallen angel pride in its purest form what every single one of us are coming out of at the sound of my voice you need to understand that you are the Luciferian death cult you are the Satanists you are the occult 
Me too. That is the human nature is a full-blown snake. And the answer is the cross to crucify your carnal nature, your serpent nature. And you have to die daily on the pole, on the tree. Otherwise, you'll get seven times worse if you come off your cross. And you don't die today. No, today I'm going to live for the snake in the garden, which is selfishness. Me, 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 me. I, I, I. I write us. I can't see past my own brain and ego and I. The most selfish, wicked people on the planet are false Christians. You know it's true. You dealt with them every day of your life. We all used to be one. We got into the cross because we hate the devil and I hate the devil in my flesh. I will crucify my flesh with Christ. I love being a serpent on a pole so that everyone that looks on me can be healed. That's a normal Christian everyday life walk that we need to implement and we have not yet. Not just his cross. I have given you each individually crosses. It's called the seed of Jesus, the word of God. First John, you've been born of the incorruptible seed of the word of God that cannot sin. What is it? The splinter I put in your belly the day you first believed. What has been growing in your womb? Hypocrisy, Saturn's cube, lust, Tons of lust. How do I know that? Because I'm in full-time ministry 15 years and I deal with it continuously. And then every time I deal with it in others, I check myself before I wreck myself. <laughs> because I know all sin is common to all men and women and there's nothing individual here that's all delusion. You can't say, oh, that's, that's a crazy pedophile. Those same demons have tempted every old man and every old woman. I want a young woman. I want a young man. And we got 56-year-olds dating 24-year-olds in Red Letter Ministries, thinking it's okay. I say, oh man, you need the cross. Throw them into Gethsemane. Oh Jesus, it's getting real tonight. Interns messaging me, which kind of lingerie would you like me to bring so I can sleep with Penny and you when I visit? I said, okay, Satan. I don't think so. Yeah, just this year, all this going down. I love keeping it real. These demons are so real and people hide them in their hearts. Like, don't even bring to the surface what the devil's doing. Shout it from the rooftops! Bring it into the light! Everything of darkness in Jesus' name. Because that's what destroys the works of the devil. And why are the sons of God manifest from Calvary? Playing harps, which is a purified harp. 22 strings on the ancient harp. 22 for the number of your DNA. Those chromosomes right there in your heart. Your DNA. Your ancestral record of your bloodlines. And Moses is playing the harp. The lamb is playing his harp. David's playing his harp. On the top of Calvary hoping that you would purify your hearts tonight by the rise of your own tree inside of thee, that you may live on the top of Mount Zion in the great glory. Amen. Thank you guys for successfully passing your poverty test. On the third day, I will raise my $2,600 and 
And today's the third day since we started the fundraiser for Africa. We needed a thousand for the laptop for Nairobi, Kenya, RLM Africa. We got it. We needed 1600. I, I honestly didn't have faith for it. I'll just confess my weakness to you. Today, a brother from Australia full blown went and got the whole generator. So we got all of it raised in three days. Thank you so much. And let the Lord Jesus Christ bless you out of Zion, out of Calvary, by the power of his blood and his angels, everyone who's given into missions. And you want to continue to support our missionary works in Africa? I've been given thousands. We've given 35,000 this year. Um, we're doing a greater work. We can give up to 700,000 in missions to conquer Africa. That's the max amount limited to the whole stream of finances that can flow out of RLM Europe, RLM America, RLM Australia, New Zealand, RLM Asia, flowing into Africa, helping the African bride rise from the dead through our television studios, glorifying Nairobi, glorifying Kenya. We have a bandwidth max capability of 700,000 admissions. So you want to support RLM, you can go into push pay, a text red letter to 77977 that'll send you a link to give through push pay through every mobile phone and every first world nation and then you can select missions and you can become a monthly partner for missions and help us disciple africa and bring in the african bride because we're called and asked by god the father and the lord jesus christ to do so it's a huge work it's going to take hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of dollars in the future you know, you already got all these ministries that are doing tens of millions of dollars from all the established churches and the charismatic church, and we're not angry about it. I'm thankful for everyone who's come before me. There's no competition here. But what we're doing is completely on a different level, and some of you realize that. These revelations are world-shattering. These revelations are life-changing transformations where one sermon at Red Letter Ministries is more powerful than all the sermons of entire ministries combined over a 50-year lifespan. I say that because it's true with all humility by the power of God the Father and the Lamb who live inside my body and speak to you every night at Joel's Bar. The quality coming through Rebecca's room, Nikolai's Daniel's Tower, and Jake's Neverland Glory Acid is extreme glory. Support this ministry, magnify this ministry, and help us transform this world into heaven on earth through these mysteries revealed. The full revelation of the gospel of the Lamb on the throne spoken by the spirit of prophecy for every ear to hear, every eye to see, therefore every knee to bow to great Calvary. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We love you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow.